This is a uh, check check. Uh, I am checking for a pulse on the Knicks and New York sports in general, and I don't oh, find one. Oh Lord. Um, in in that case, I am checking because the games this week was completely bonkers in the NFL. Um, oh my god yeah and and some of them some of them were really good though so that's that's my check off here goes i go you go i go I go, I go, you go, I go, you go, I'm a go, I go, I go. (laughs) Welcome to the Arena Podcast. Welcome, everybody. Uh, This is the Arena Podcast where uh, you get to uh, hang out with us as, uh, you know, I, Gabe, and my co-host, Walt, say what's up. Yeah, boy. (laughs) We discuss, we rant, we talk, we, you know, just kind of let off steam as it seems. We pontificate. Yeah, we pontificate over uh, sports in general with a New York flair to it. So um, before we continue on with the show, just, you know, remind everybody to like, rate, share and subscribe. That's the easiest and best way to support our podcast as we continue to grow and develop. Um, And here on this podcast, you're going to hear us rant. You're going to hear us talk. You're going to hear us, you know, maybe at some point even rejoice with uh any kind of good news that comes out of sports in our favor as fans uh but generally we just kind of want you guys to be flies in the wall in our conversation so yeah man um with that being said this is a very interesting uh you know i guess weekend you know it's the end of the season for many teams especially uh our two football teams in the new york area um and and it's also sort of an unspoken you know holiday sort of black monday as we see a bunch of uh firings across the league and uh some stuff stuff happening in other other places too in nba and so on and so forth so um so yeah i guess i'll I'll go ahead and start i really just want to rant i need to get some stuff off my chest you know um i do not understand why the Giants still have Joe Judge as their head coach? I just do not get it. After a and it's such an abysmal season, and it's not. It's not. It's not just that we had a bad season. It's the way that we had it. We had such an embarrassing season. We had such an embarrassing final game. And it's you know what is this Pee Wee Pee Wee football? Is this? I mean, it's it's ridiculous, and I don't Listen. understand. I, I don't yeah. understand why 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 there's so much fanfare, I guess, for Joe Judge. And I don't know how you're going to get a new GM with the stipulation that we have to keep Joe Judge. I don't think that that's on the table anymore. I do feel like it sounds like uh, Joe Judge's uh, job is not as safe as some might have thought. Um, but I am completely off the JoJo's train. I want him gone. I'm out of here. I don't see how we can get any better with him, you know, at the helm. Uh, I, I it just it it's just it is such an embarrassing feeling to feel like a jet. Sorry. <laughs> wow. 
I'm sorry. Sorry. I'm sorry. But listen, I I can't fight you on that because you know we are the guys that are supposed to be. We are the guys that are supposed to be supposed to be like kind of you know like at, at least we're not the Jets you know. Uh, but that's not the case, you know. That it, it, it's it. What? 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 Now, now you want to be the Jets, though. No, I still don't want to be yeah. the Jets. But we're 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 on the way up, son. Oh my we, god! We, you know, we, you know what's we got crazy? off. We got off autopilot, and we're going up altitude. We're we're going to be peaking at fifteen thousand feet pretty soon. Just give us a couple of years. Yeah, right before you crash and burn. Anyway, mm, no. <laughs> this is my rant. This is my rant. Let me yeah, rant. Yeah, yeah. It's, go, go for it. Go it's for it. listen, listen. I'm not trying to like you know, you know, really, you know. Yeah, I'll 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 stomp the mud on uh, the Jets a little bit here and there. Of course, it's my job as a loyal Giants fan. But this is yeah, it's always that's the saying, right? That might as well be the Jets model, same old Jets. Well, now it seems like we're getting the same thing with the Giants. It's like you know, nothing's gonna change. We'll just let's keep Judge Judge. Let's uh, you know, let's get Keith Abrams in and you know hire within. It's like nothing is changing, and it's it's crazy to me, especially because of you know this there's there's I don't know if you guys are following, but there's apparently a ten year challenge on Instagram going on. Do you know what? The Giants' ten-year challenge was no. I, I this is the first I've heard of it. What? What? Ex, I'm intrigued. Oh, the what ten. Exactly the ten-year. The ten-year challenge is you take a side-by-side photo of you ten years ago and you now, and generally it's supposed to be kind of a positive, you know, showing like oh, like, you know, like I've I've shown growth. I oh, maybe okay. have a, a, a more fuller beard. You know, I'm a little bit better looking now. Ten years later. Uh, or maybe you weren't, but the Giants 10-year challenge? Okay, 10 years ago, 2012, Eli Manning holding up a Super Bowl trophy, the Lombardi. Wow. And now, wow. everyone's just calling for us to blow up everything in management. It's insane. Well, you know, you know, these things are cyclical, so, you know, the, you go, you have your ups and downs, but I think, I think the issue you have, right, is the that you're seeing ineptitude as opposed to just the normal guys get good, guys get old, then you got to restart again. And right, stuff like exactly. That. Yeah, I, yeah. I think that's, that's cyclical. That's cyclical. We're not yeah, going exactly. through no cyclical crap. We're like literally no, no, no. like we're drowning in the crap right now. And I don't understand why there's no like it doesn't seem to have any sense of urgency in Giants front office to actually show the fans that they care about what they think. You know, we're not going to fire Gettleman. We're going to let him retire. We're not going to fire Joe Judge. We're going to we're going to let I the mean, next GM decide. And that's you, that's a load of crap. Let me ask you, know you a question. Mean? Do you do you honestly believe that he retired or do you think that's No, no, no. no. Obviously he didn't retire. He was forced out. Maybe he wasn't you. forced out. Maybe he was tired of dealing with all the the media and people calling for him to you know maybe he went and did his long walk and retired on his own but he was forced out whether it was by the fans or by front office i doubt that it's the front office was yeah they, they gave him the easy week. out they gave him the easy okay. out you know mm-hmm. uh i don't know why they don't give it to joe judge and we're going to get into joe judge and his ridiculous antics to keep his job later but the other part of my rant is julius randall and the knicks i i i i you know I kind of ragged on Randall the last uh, episode, uh, and rightfully so. He's he's you know done 
he's done wrong by the fans, but he's also apologized for his uh, comments uh, previously about like, you know, the thumbs down moment and, you know, kind of telling the, the, the fans yeah, more or less to shut the F up. You know, I, I, I don't, I don't I buy don't, it. No, I, I, I really take don't. his apology. I do take his apology, but that doesn't change the fact that he's playing terribly. You know, I agree with him that sometimes, sometimes you, you get into spats with the people that you love with friends and family and you just, you know, tell them to go F off and, you know, you just kind of like, you know, over their crap or the argument or whatever have you. I don't necessarily think that it gives them license to do so, you know, being paid $30 million a year, but it absolutely does not give you license to do so when you play as terribly as he has this season. And, you know, it sucks because it's not that he's a bad player, but he's just not able to turn it on. And case in point, tonight's game, what is it, 32 minutes, 34 minutes? 34, 34 minutes and two points. Minutes. Yeah, he he shot, he shot. went 34 minutes, shot one for seven from the floor, 0 for three from three-point land. He did have 12 rebounds. Um, I understand that, you know what I mean, but... But like like I said, when you told me that he only had two minutes, the first thing that I thought of two was points. the dude was in foul. Yeah, two points. The first thing I thought of was that he was in foul trouble. But he only had not three personal fouls. Yeah, that's not, not the, the case. case. You know, and so, that's my um, issue. My issue is that if you're, you know, it sucks because he is absolutely not the star. I'm not saying that he doesn't have a role on the Knicks, but he is not going to be our star. Now with the uh, lack of consistency not with the lack of confidence in himself and also not the, the, the lack of confidence from the team. You know, uh, the, the fact that he only has three assists with 34 minutes and only two points score means that he's not, not, he's not shooting ball. He's not getting the ball. He's not really facilitating. He's not doing anything to make the team better, even though they won tonight 111 and 96 to the terrible, you know, bench depleted Spurs. So, right. I don't know what's got to happen with Randall and the Knicks. I don't know what's going to happen. Uh, I think that that's a much tougher equation than the Giants. Uh, I think solving the Knicks issue is more like calculus, whereas the Giants is more like, you know, two plus two equals Joe Judge gone. Well, I, th- so. I think the problem with the Knicks is that, um, you know, they. And they that's my rant, by the way. What was, yeah, and that's that's pretty good, you know. You you probably, you hit pretty much all all facets of New York, <laughs> you know. Um, the thing the thing with the Knicks is, you know, they they went away from what made them successful last year, which was defense, and they they bet on bringing in guys like Kemba Walker and Evan Fournier and stuff like that, who they believed would be would provide them that needed offensive punch but it was at the expense of their defense. And so now those guys don't score and you can't stop anybody. And the the other the other part is that you have Julius Randle here and Julius Randle to me is one of those guys that on a bad team he's a 25 27 point scorer, but when he has to be the focal point of a good team that and yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, I think I think last year was an anomaly for him, you know, because nobody expected the Knicks to do what they did. But now that there's expectation on them this year, which they're not listen, at this point, 
I don't even think they make the playoffs, to be honest. I, I don't know. I don't know if that's I don't think the uh, I don't think the, the, the playoff picture is uh, completely gone for them. Uh, you know, it's uh, they're still hovering right at the 500 scene. I think that they're still in. Uh, I think they finish eight, you know, in the uh, in the in the Eastern Conference. Um, I do see them with a playoff berth, especially when D Rose comes back. Um, I think that, you know, I think that we have some unique issues this year with COVID and everything. I know last year we obviously had COVID, but it was, it was, it, it was not as chaotic as it is this year with, with, uh, players, you know, testing positive left, right, and center, having to like sign 10 day deals just because there aren't even enough players to play the game, you know, things like that. I think it is a little bit crazier now, aside from the injuries than last year. I think obviously COVID was a little bit more serious in the effects of the illness um, in the last season, whereas this one, it's more about the spread. Um, but that being said, everyone is dealing with it in the season. Everyone's dealing with it in the league, whether it's football, right. basketball, hockey, everyone's dealing with it. Um, we're just not adapting the right way. And and I think that the biggest issue that we have is actually not having D-Rose. D-Rose being out um, for, for the amount of time that he has been out has obviously, obviously shown an effect because the biggest thing that I think that D Rose brought is not just his ability to 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 make plays, but mm-hmm. it's the leadership in the locker room and the hustle on the floor. And that we just true. we don't have that hustle on the floor. Like the re- one of the reasons we're lacking in defense is because we don't have a hustler. And when one person is hustling, everyone else wants to hustle too. And 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 uh, you know, it, it, I can't wait for D Rose to come back because maybe that that ends up kind of evening the scales. And, you know, if, if Randall could turn up a little bit, we can get to the playoffs. I don't know what will happen then, but, um, but yeah, well, I, 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 I think, don't know. I think, I think you, move, you need to move away from Randall being the first option. I think um, Barrett, especially this year, he's kind of he's blossomed a little bit more. Yeah, and maybe is, you make him – yeah, you got you to gotta start making him the fo- focal point of the offense and let Randall get, like, the, you know – let him mop up. He's a power forward. He's he's not going to be the guy that's going to be able to take the ball and take charge of it. You know, I mean, look, not I'm his not style. He needs somebody to give him the ball in order to do stuff. And and that's, I mean, look, that's I, kind I, of I, the problem. You know, I look at it. I look at him as almost like in the situation. I don't want to compare him to Braun, but kind of like the situation where Braun is sort of like the second center of the team. Like mm-hmm. Randall playing kind of like like a secondary center to the team, like the way that he played tonight. Sure, give us all the rebounds, you know, be a facilitator, get a, get the ball to the people that can score. Yeah. R.J. Barrett, Evan Fournier, um, Burks, uh, Rose when he comes back and stuff like that. He's like gotta, if we can he's make it clean the glass, if, he's got yeah. I mean, if, if we can make if if that can be uh, Randall's you know game for the rest of the year, focus on your shooting the offseason. Maybe it'll get fixed. Maybe it won't. But uh, I think that for the rest of the season, it should be R.J. Barrett, uh, Randall as the secondary, as a facilitator. And, um, you know, we'd love to see D. Burke. I mean, uh, Alan Burks and D. Rose come through uh, when D. Rose is healthy again to play. So um, anyway, that's enough about my rant. I want to know what you're ranting about. I want to know what's going on in your head after this weekend. Um you know, well, my my rant is is work related, but I'm not going to get into that. <laughs> um, I I guess I guess if I'm going to rant on any, I would rant on Antonio Brown, but you know what? Oh, we're gonna get into Antonio Brown. Yeah, we're gonna you know get what? into Antonio Brown. Yeah, that Antonio yeah, Brown situation is kind of crazy. 
Yeah, it, it really, really is. And but you know what? I, I'm kind of over him already. You know what I'm saying? It's just it 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 doesn't work for me. So, um, if anything, I guess the thing I I got to look at is both the it's all NFL related, um, and it's not the Jets because I I look it's at what happened. Jets? No, it's not the Jets because I I look at what happened with the Colts down in uh when they were playing Jacksonville, which is yeah. ridiculous to me that they would lose that game. And and not only lose that game, but the the way that they lost that game. Because they got blown out by the worst team in the league. The, the those guys walked in with two wins and were in such disarray. And I if I remember right, there was a point that they were down by like 12, 13 points, 14 points. To that team, knowing that they had yeah, to win, I don't know. knowing yeah. that they had to win, that that's a tough one. And and I guess the other thing I have to look at is probably the Charger game, the Charger. Oh my god, Raider game, dude. Which was which was it was a good entertaining game, but you know what? If I'm a Charger fan, am I pissed at that coach right now? Because I would be. I I obviously be, would be. Listen, I had my issues with fourth and two with the Jets last week. I'm going to have issues with fourth and, fourth and two with the Chargers this week because you're going to go fourth and two on your own 18-yard line in the third quarter. I mean, Tell look, me, I didn't get, in, to, I didn't get on, to see the game. A, I didn't get to see the a, game. But. I, saw the, I, saw, I saw the game. I, I was just going nuts i gotta ask you well you know we, yeah. we, can, we can go into this a little bit later if you want but i gotta ask you do you think that there was collusion do you think that there was collusion to draw the game because of all the scenarios first of all first of all i don't think so well i here's the here's the thing for the 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 chances of draws and games happening are extremely low as it is okay? right um the chances of there being a potential draw to a game so that both teams can go into the playoffs is also even lower. Now, the well, chances gonna... for that to all happen with the whole Pittsburgh Steelers situation, yeah. you know, like, it's just, it's crazy that it was even a thing. Like, you know what I mean? The Steelers, the Steelers clinched their playoff berth pending a, a missed draw in this game which would happen later in the day. And then all of a sudden, fourth quarter comes and it's tied and they're going into overtime. Well, you it's got, like, you look, are you serious? You, you got to look at it this way because, uh, and this is this is what made the, the game really great because um, they did go for it on fourth and two on their own 18-yard line, which I, I have no words for that. Are, are you playing unless you're, trying to, unless you're trying no. to let them score, unless no, there was but, collusion. No, no, no! But you gotta, you gotta remember, um, Justin Herbert had to bring them back. They were losing by fourteen with five, with less than five minutes left. You know what I'm saying? No, was it fifteen? I think it was fifteen. That's what I'm saying. Five minutes left, and That's what they I'm saying. came back with like zero time left on the clock. Which it, I'm telling you, those two drives by that guy were amazing. 
But you know what? Here's the thing. You get into overtime, they kick a field goal, they come back and fi- kick another field goal. So you're tied the whole entire way. This is where I think your collusion thing comes into play, right? Because the Raiders were driving and they were about midfield. And this is this is maybe just my personal bias because I'm looking at the game and I'm looking at the way the play call is happening and and kind of like the demeanor of the coach on the sideline. And it looked like he wasn't forcing the issue. And I think everything changed when Brandon Staley decided to take that timeout. Yeah. Because then that's that going to be one of those timeouts that are living infamy. Oh, absolutely. Because, and I get, I can kind of get his understanding of why he did it. Because after the game, he said, well, you know what? The reason why I did it is because, you know, I, I wanted to get my my defense settled. I wanted they they were running the ball. I wanted to make sure that you know we can stop the run. So I was putting in my best run package and stuff like that. But if you listen to the 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 Raiders coach afterwards, you know he was kind of like, well, you know, yeah, I was kind of hoping he wasn't going to call a timeout. Um, you know, I, it, it was in a weird place, and he even said it. The tie was a scenario in his head. He oh even my said god. it. Oh my god. But but you gotta I, listen I feel, to I it. feel like I feel like there was collusion on one side and then and then and then the Raiders were like, you know what? Nah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. The Raiders pulled the Raider. The Raiders one, did that one, Yeah. <laughs> Once they hit that timeout, all of a sudden they were rejuvenated. They were like they were just they like, were like uh, okay you know you what play that game, right? You, you know what? Let's let you buy it's there. It's there. The slice of pie is right there. Why not just take yeah, it? You I know? know. I mean, I mean, you, it, it kind of made sense from the position that they were in. But once they got that first down, because they were pretty far. So, you know, the likelihood that if they attempted in a field goal where they were, you could get a block punt. You could a lot of crazy things could happen at that part of the field. Yeah. But but once they got the first down, they were like, yeah, that's what I'm saying. I think that there was a potential collusion. Oh, absolutely. I, I, I just, think the Raider coach and, was he was ready to go. I, yeah, and I and I just think that like he, they just decided like, uh, you know what? I'm gonna renege, but I'm not gonna let them know I'm reneging. You know, it's just the Chargers was so caught off guard. You know, Staley was so caught off guard. It was like they were left holding the bag basically, and uh. You know, it sucks, but it's just because the thing is, like, the scenario is so unlikely. And then now I feel like it's even more unlikely that I think it's even more likely because of how the game was played. You know, and, so, and listen, two seconds left on the clock when they kicked that field goal. And don't you think that I thought that he was going to miss that field goal? Oh, you know my what I'm goodness. I mean, it was one of those things where it's like, dude, you know, those Pittsburgh fans. I, I half of them probably had heart attacks. You know? <laughs> oh my god! You know I can only saying? imagine. You have so, to admit this is one of the this is one of the craziest NFL seasons of all time. I feel like you know oh, between absolutely. this, between the 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 you know the 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 tie drama, uh, between the drama with you know Roethlisberger and the Steelers and and uh, and Antonio Brown, like everything going on this season, the the. You know, the Giants, Jets, the whole night, just the entire picture. It's just been a hell of a season so far. And one yeah, that I think really we're going to like soon forget. Yeah. 
It, so. I, I, this this season is probably the, the craziest. Not also in terms of when you think that a team is about to take off, and then all of a sudden they crash and burn, and they're brought back. You know, and they're humbled very quickly. Yeah, because we saw that. We saw that with Tampa. We saw that with KC. We saw that with Miami. Which interestingly, they uh they fired their coach today, which is very very surprising. You know yeah, saying? I know. And and you know what? Like, that's the guy I think. The, I mean, obviously, I'll take anybody over Joe Judge, but I want him in New York. Yeah, he's I he's, would 100 percent take him in New York. I can't believe he got fired, to be honest with you. Yeah, I, I think it was more less a, an X's and O thing. I think he he had more of a, an abrasive issue with the GM. And, yeah. you know, I, I listen, not, not for nothing. But if, if I see if I have to pick between a GM and, a, and an o, and a, a coach, especially a coach of that caliber and the GM, really, he hasn't done much. I'm picking the coach, man. I'm telling I'm telling the other guy to get out. Because, yeah, but not but, but not ownership. No, you want to know why? Know, you want to know, know why? You want to know why? You want to know why? Because it's just like the New York Giants situation. It's much harder for you to hire a new GM if you have a coach that's already in place. Yeah, I know. Which, what's, which, a GM, what's a GM supposed to do? What is the GM supposed to do as a GM? His job is to find a coach. The coach's job is to find the players and then tell the GM, "Hey, I want this player on my team." Except you know, so what's your jet? Except if you're a jet or a giant, apparently. So, yeah, I know. Yeah. Um, you know, I, I, and and so yeah, I mean, speaking of coach and GM situations, let's let's circle back to the whole Giants situation because this is what's really interesting. Obviously, you know, Gettleman retired, quote unquote, retired today, um, and we have like the, uh, the 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 Black Monday firings across the board um, for a lot of head coaches uh, out there in the NFL. Um, but something really interesting came out that apparently is it's being reported by some, but apparently Joe judge after he had an initial meeting this morning, after, uh, they had their team meeting and they had their meeting with Gettleman and some of the players and so on, so on and so forth. Joe judge had a second meeting this afternoon, uh, with, um, with, uh, John Mara and that meeting was to one persuade and suggest uh, getting Abrams in as the new GM, okay. which of course he's going to go in. He, he wants Abrams in there because he works with Abrams and he's pretty sure going to, you know, make sure that Jojo stays. But this is the even crazier thing is that apparently he told John Mara that he wants a say in the, who the next GM is. When have you ever heard of a coach want well, or have I've, a say? I've I mean, heard of coaches do that, but but those are the coaches that you want on your team. The guys like the Mike McCarthy, sure, the, the guys like the Bill Belichick, yeah, Bill Belichick, you know, Brian, the, maybe, yeah, maybe. Those, but not and a Joe different. Judge. See, that's that's different because those guys are the real GMs. Yeah, that's like, what I'm saying. Not a Joe GMs. Judge. Especially after this kind of season. Are you kidding me? It's like, yo, you know what? Hey, John Mara, how, how do you think that conversation went? The way that I think is that he went into the office. Hey, Joe. Hey, John. How you doing today? I know that uh, I know that I had a really crappy season and I some terrible final games to close off the season. Uh, and I know you just let go of my boss because of how bad we've done. Uh, but, uh, you know, just, you know, let me know who you're going to hire and let me okay that, you know. 
I just want to make sure that they're not going to let me go. That's basically what happened. He wants to make sure that whoever the GM that's coming in does it surprise you though. Does it surprise you? It actually does because you got to really you got to have some balls. You got to have. Have you heard his press conferences though? I mean, it, it falls yeah, in guess. line in the, in the type of guy that he is when he's on, you know, he's he's got the arrogance to tell you, oh, guys, what you're seeing on the field is not really what's happening. Oh I know God, what's dude. going on. You guys don't. I, I mean, that's know. so ridiculous. That's it's so arrogant. I don't give a crap what you see in, in, in the practice field and the closed stadiums and arenas and whatever the hell you you apparently see doesn't matter what you see if we don't see it on the field okay? I, I can care less about he, how good how fast they're running at 40 yards how how precise their, their their throws are i just don't care because it's not translating you know I, I every single week they're looking worse okay. and worse yeah i think he's okay with winning championships championships on the pa- practice field I, I really do because because, uh, like I said, the arrogance, you know, and, and listen, when when you have these press conferences, they're not only for, you know, the players to know that you, you ha- the coach has your back, which I, I look at Vic Fangio of, of Denver after he threw his quarterbacks under the bus, right? But it's also for the fans to have them, you know, have that connection where it's like, okay, I'm listening to my coach and I hear that my coach is looking to do things better, not for him to kind of like trivialize my thoughts and say, well, you know what? You may think that we're doing bad, but in my eyes, we're doing awesome. You just don't see it. I mean, listen, if if it walks like a duck, it talks like a duck. I mean, it must lay an egg. Exactly. <laughs> and they've done it plenty of times. Uh, let me let me ask you a question. This this is probably the the best thing about Joe, and it kind of encapsulates Joe Judge as a coach. Third and nine from the, the from the three yard line, and they go for a quarterback sneak. What? Oh I, my I mean, God! Does it, I mean, if anything, I mean, this is this is I, I and I don't necessarily. You know, I was listening to Tiki Barber on the fan, and he was saying that it's not necessarily. It's not that it did it like the play sort of apparently the play sort of did his job. You know, it did his job of like, like you know, protecting the extra extra yards for the punter. Yeah, extra yards and protected the football and what have you. But if that's the case, just take a knee and then punt or just punt it. Just punt it run, there. No, like, run the ball. But th- that's what I'm saying. Like one, either Joe Judge doesn't know what he's doing or he just has such a lack of confidence in the team that he and, would rather do a quarterback sneak than do a then then run a screenplay. A screen pass would have been perfect in that situation, you know. Uh, like that, it's just well, it's ridiculous. Pass, to me. The screen pass is a scary proposition when you're that close down down. The I field. guess, and I, I understand. I, I, go, I mean, I, I, I go sweep or off tackle there. You know what I'm saying, but. But this is I think this is where I was getting well, and you you kind of hit you kind of hit the point that I was going to make as as a player and you see that your coach draws up a draw third and nine deep in your own territory. What how do you approach that? Because you know what I'm saying? It's clear, clear that you're giving up because you have no confidence that the that if you run the ball, they're going to get a first but see, down. This is exactly and my Steve, issue. This is my issue. Okay. Mm-hmm. If, if you have no confidence in this team now, 
a team that's not really going to change by much unless we blow it up next year, then what's going to change? It's going to be the same guys in that room. It's going to be the same guys in that field, maybe with Daniel Jones there, but he doesn't really have confidence in Daniel Jones either, to be honest yeah. with you. You know, and, and we don't have the confidence in Daniel Jones either as a city. So nothing's going to change. What, he's just going to wake up one day over the summer and be like, ah, you know what, I, 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 I trust the guys now. I trust them. You know, yeah, that's I'll run the quarterback sneak from uh, three and five this time. (laughs) Well, you know what? At at least he's got people calling him saying how much he wants. They want to come to. I don't believe that even for a second, because there's people in the locker room right now. There's people in the locker right now hitting up Jay Glazer and saying, yo, we got we got a squad that want him out. Mm-hmm. But it's crazy because apparently there's another there's like another ten players that came out today in support of Joe Judge. So I just don't see what they see. I but, really but, don't no, understand but, it. But dude, honestly, um, if you're playing for the guy, what else are you going to say? You're not going to criticize him, and you can say nothing. You can say nothing. That's going true. To, maybe, going but, to bat for the guy is a, is a little bit different, you know what I mean? Because but, that, we, because we got to look at the situation because maybe they're coming out of the locker room and and somebody says, "Hey, what do you think about Joe?" Well, they what, they what they they're, they're no going. They, they went straight hey, to the podium. No, they could. They went straight to the podium after and gave their thoughts oh, well. on Joe Judge. You know, but okay. regardless, but, regardless, yeah, yeah. It, it points to a bigger situation to me that you have one squad that defends and goes to bat for Joe Judge, and then you have a whole other squad that's hitting up Jake Glazer and Tiki Barber and all these other former Jets. I mean, former Giants. Um and 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 hitting them up and telling them like yo we want this guy out we can't stand this guy that's what they're saying you know no names have been said but quote unquote we can't stand the guy that's crazy they, to me they should have blown it up the way that uh, Minnesota did because Minnesota went and chopped both the GM of sixteen years and their coach. Clean, 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 clean. Well, that's how you should do it. You know what I mean? If if you want to get rid of the coach, I mean, I think that like, if you're going to, it's a, it's a, it's a two man deal, you know, like whoever, if you want to get rid of the coach, you should get rid of the guy that hired him too. Yep. That's the way it goes. Um, it's just, it's a bad situation for the, for the giants. And you know what, quite honestly, I don't think it's getting, it's going to get any better. Um, going forward, I think you're 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 in you're in for this for the long haul, you know. Unfortunately, right. well, so. this obviously all sets up the NFL playoffs that start this weekend. Um, what what are your thoughts on some of the matchups and uh, the or, or you know teams going in there? I mean, who are you pulling for, and who do you believe is going to win? Let's make our call right now. Well, let's 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 take a look at the matchups here because we've got a bunch of games coming up now. Um, Wild card weekend has the Raiders versus the Bengals, the Patriots versus the Bills, uh, the Eagles, Bucks, San Francisco, Dallas, uh, Pittsburgh versus KC, and the most probably the most boring one of them all, in my opinion, is going to be Cardinals Rams. You know, I, I have no interest in watching that game at all. You know, I, I just. To me, that that doesn't seem like it's going to go anywhere. the The games that I'm interested in watching really is um, San Francisco Dallas and the Raiders Bengals. Those are the two games that really piqued my interest this week. And I think, honestly, I think Buffalo, as, as much respect as I have for Bill Belichick, 
Yeah. I think Buffalo I would think Buffalo takes the game. Um I wouldn't be surprised if it's a two score game for them. Okay. Uh, you know the I don't know. I I I I God, I can't believe I'm saying this, but I actually think that the uh, Patriots are going to pull it because I think this is going to be a game where where the coaching is going to win the game more than anything. I feel like they're going to have to run the ball the way they did the last time. Where that's what game. I'm saying. Yeah, they're I mean they're, they're already in their heads, and I think that I think that Bill Belichick, you know, he's he, he's been there enough to know how to squeak it out. Well, yeah, but you know what? It's it's tough. They're going up against the number one defense in the NFL, and um, you know they're they're fresh off this this last win that they had. Um, two t- they clinched for the first time since I think the nineties in their mm-hmm. own house. So you know they have a a bit of momentum here, and you know I hate to say it, but Mac Jones it feels like he's hit the rook- the rookie wall, and he's regressed really hard the last couple of weeks. Um, I just you know, I mean, that's why they've changed their game to, to a, a heavy running game now. So. Yeah, but you know what? You still gotta you still gotta be able to pass in this league, especially in the playoffs. So yeah, you know, no, I feel you. I feel you. Yeah, so I, I really think that that could that has the potential to be one of these games where it's it may be close toward the end, but I see the the Bills pulling away. Um, let me ask you about let me ask you about Mahomes and Roethlisberger. I listen. I think. <laughs> I, I think. I think. Roethlisberger's. Uh, you know. You think this is his last game? Yeah, I think it ends in KC. I really do. You know, yeah. I, I think it, it. It. It would be awesome to see him progress further. But I. I listen. I really think KC is going to the Super Bowl. You know. That's what I. I uh, you know, a lot of people calling for that. A lot of people yeah. saying that that's what it's going to be. You know. Um, I, I don't. I don't necessarily trust um, as much as I said the Bills are probably going to beat the Patriots, but I don't think that if they have to walk into into Arrowhead, I, I still think the KC comes out on top. You know, um, so you think it's going to be another uh, um, uh, Mahomes Brady shootout <sighs> without AB? Well, they they're missing a lot of pieces. That's why yeah. I, I'm I'm having a hard time. I have a hard time, rude, you know, saying going against Brady, but I don't think they make it this year. So, I, I so Mahomes have. is definitely in, but pretty much like it's up for grabs. Or, well, I wouldn't say up for grabs. I would say that the Bills have a good chance of being in the in the, in the bowl, but uh, I, I wouldn't be. I listen. I wouldn't be surprised the Bengals make it to the the championship round. You really. Know? The AFC Championship. I don't know yeah. if they get past, but they're playing well. Joe Joe Burrow, and they have weapons. They have they have. I like Joe Burrow. I like Joe yeah. Burrow. Yeah, he he's really good, and he, you know he's got like some he's receivers. He's over like there. really, yeah. He, it seems like he's really kind of like grown into that role and stuff, and uh, you know, matured. He seems like a much more mature uh, quarterback than you would have than would have you think. Absolutely. You know, given his time in the league, so smoking those cigars, man. Yeah. He's my, th- that team is my dark horse, but I think I think the Raider Bengal game is going to be a lot of fun. I, I really do. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm picking the Bengals on that one too. Um, I, I I do think it's going to be Brady and Mahomes. Uh, really? I, yeah, yeah, I do think so. But here's the other thing too. I don't I, like. I'm actually very interested in the Eagles and Bucks game because I don't think that I don't think that it's going to be easy for Brady to take that one home. Really. Yeah, I don't think so. The, the The Eagles have been 
actually playing pretty well towards the second half of the season. And, uh, you know, I think that, uh, the, uh, you know, Brady not having the tools that he Brady, not having the tools that he normally does and the Eagles pressure because Brady's biggest issue is dealing with pressure. Eagles know how to put pressure, you know, and that's, that's how we've won. That's how the giants have been him, you know, in two Super Bowls is by putting pressure. He just doesn't like it. He doesn't know how to deal. So I think the Eagles can put the pressure on, 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 uh, on Brady. So I, I, even though I think it's, I, I do believe it's going to be Mahomes and Brady in the Super Bowl. If they can get past the Eagles, I think that Brady goes to the Super Bowl. I, I don't think that, I don't think that game is going to be close to be honest. Really? That, okay. Yeah. I, I think, I think you're going to see a heavy, heavy, heavy dose of Gronk. And I think that nullifies any pressure that comes, comes around because you know what? Gronk is his little safety valve. I wouldn't be surprised Gronk getting 10 catches this this week, this coming week. Oh, no, I wouldn't and, be surprised at that you know, at all. I just I, think that the pressure that he's going to make, it's going to make Brady make some mistakes. Okay. You know, we'll see. Um, the that being said, that, that hold on. That being said, though, like, yeah. and it sucks, man. Like, I can't believe I'm like, you know, this is the hardest part. When we don't have any New York teams in there, I have no choice but to give credit where credit's due. Uh, Brady just had his best passing season of all time. I'm at 44 you. years old. That's insane. That and, is and that's insane. Why, that's why I think it's not going to be close in, in Philly, you know, um, against Philly. There's How many of those passes went to AB? Yeah, but you know what? <laughs> he's he's he finds a way. He finds a way to get other people involved, you know. And and like I said, heavy dose of Gronk. That's that's a that's a recipe that he cooked to a number of Super Bowls when he was with New England. Um, yes, they're a little bit older, but they are still still very, very good. So, you know, um, that's that I, I really do think that Brady takes it easily this weekend. Okay. Um, the, the other game that I'm interested in is San Francisco-Dallas. Uh, that is going to be a hell of a game. I wouldn't be surprised if Dallas loses, to be quite honest. Um San Francisco okay. is seven and two in its last nine games, and they've really, really, really been leaning heavily on the run, which is something that lately Dallas has struggled with. So you know you're going to have you know a strength against a weakness, and usually strengths you know kind of kind of you know um, win out in these type of situations. So I wouldn't be surprised if San Francisco wins the game outright. Um, okay, but Dallas is a very talented team, and and Dallas is kind of one of those teams that you know is, is a head scratcher because you would think that they would be doing way much better with the amount of talent that's on that team. Um, and it just for whatever reason, you know, they um they kind of meander in these type of games, so. Mm. But, but those are the two games this weekend that I'm I'm really looking forward to. If I have time to watch a game, I think it's probably gonna I'm, I'm gonna try to make the uh, uh, the the Bucks and Eagles game. Although I would really like to see um, the the Bengals and Raiders game also. Um, so which is Saturday. So um, football weekend's coming on us. You know, I guess playoff Saturday. weekend starting this weekend. Yeah. So Saturday, just it's just Sunday run down the the, the, the time. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah, because we got so we have uh, the Raiders and the Bengals on Saturday at four thirty p.m. Um, this is all Eastern Eastern time, so 
Uh, mm-hmm. We got Patriots and Bills on Saturday at 8.15 p.m. We have the uh, Bucks and Eagles on Sunday at 1 p.m. 49ers and Cowboys, which that one really is. That, that, that one's kind of built to be a classic, to be honest. Um, and they have uh, on Sunday at 4.30. Yeah, they got history. Sunday at 4.30. And then Steelers and Chiefs at 8.15 on Sunday as well. And then, uh, you know, Monday, we got Monday Night Football with the uh, Rams. Damn, they made the Rams and Cardinals Monday Night Football. I, I don't get that, you know. What I'm saying? That, yeah, I don't get that at all. I I would have flipped it, and I would have made I would have made the the KC Steeler game the Monday night game. Yeah, Especially either, 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 either there, right? I mean, either that or the Raiders and Bengals. Yeah, well, one of those two. I, I that I don't understand. Well, I mean, you know, the thing is, but but the Steelers, the KC and Steelers got Sunday night football. Sunday night football is a big one. That's so, true. Yeah, that's true. You know. So the, I, yeah. I feel like during the playoff, during the playoff season, Sunday night football is bigger than Monday night football. I, I look at that Cardinal Rams game. I, I I don't know how to call that one, man, because I think those, it's just a, guys, a, a, a flip of a coin. Yeah, you know, they're so gonna, inconsistent. Yeah, you know, I don't know how to call that one. I I guess I would, if I had to choose, I probably lean toward the Rams. Yeah, um, I mean, just, too, just because of the colors. Defense. Because of the white, the colors, <laughs> the colors. Yeah, okay. whenever, whenever, whenever I don't know who to pick, I just, I just go off like the colors I like better. <laughs> that reminds me of a commercial. Have you ever seen the commercial with Ben Affleck and Shaq? What? No. You've never seen that commercial with Ben Affleck and Shaq? No. Yeah, Ben Affleck apparently is hawking these um, sports betting sites. So, um, you know, he's he's walking is into that the casino. Yeah, it was really. Within the last couple of months, I've been watching it. You know, it, it it shows a lot on SNY, and I'm usually on there because I'm watching, you know, the Jets post game afterwards and stuff like that. But um, yeah, he he's coming down, and there's a, there's another guy there. I, I forget who he is, but he apparently he's like some famous rapper or singer nowadays. I don't follow rap like that anymore. Um, and they're in the casino, and and you know. He's like, who are you betting? You betting New York? And he was like, nah, I'm betting Boston. And then he was like, well, how? I, I'm not. And Shaq goes, I'm not betting Boston. He was like, I, I got a guy. He was like, you got a guy? He was like, yeah, him. He was like, oh, pay out, pay out, pay out. And the guy says, well, you got to tell me your system. And I go, but I go with the colors. I go with the colors. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm actually, I, I see. I'm watching the uh, watching trailer. Is a the I'm watching the commercial right now. So. <laughs> This is actually kind of funny. I'm a huge Ben Affleck fan, actually. I really like Ben Affleck, so anything yeah. he does, I I enjoy, whether it's commercials or not. So he really um, lends into his Bostonianism in, in yeah, his commercials, yeah. you know. Yeah, that's awesome. So, that's awesome. Yeah, man. Um, yeah, but I I think I think if I'm gonna pick between Arizona and and LA, I'm probably gonna go LA just because they have, in my opinion, maybe a little bit. They have the most dominant. Well, one of the most dominant defensive players mm-hmm. out there. And they have right. a pretty good offensive team. It's just that they're very inconsistent. But you can say the same about Arizona, too. So who knows? You know, you know it, it, I, I have to I have to kind of circle back a little bit, okay? Because there's the no Jets? way. Yes. How on earth are we going to be at the end of the season and you're not going to give me your thoughts on the Jets season this year? I mean, I know that you say that, like, you know, onwards and upwards, you're – you're 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 climbing up and you know i guess like what did you say cruising altitude and hanging out there and stuff i need to kind of get your thoughts on the jets man we're, we're um, climbing to fifteen thousand feet please put your seatbelts off and 
your trays in the upright position or whatever, you know. Um, <laughs> give, no, me, I mean, give me your final report. If this was school and this is like the final report card, I need to know what's your grade on the coaching, what's your grade on offense, what's your grade on defense, and what's the general outlook for the Jets next year. Give me you know, your prediction it, on the Jets' season uh, record next year. It, you know, it's really hard – if I'm, if we're just gonna talk about the last game, right, which is the Bills, it, it's really hard to grade them on that because first of all, you're you're walking into into uh, you know Buffalo, and Buffalo has traditionally been a very difficult place to play, and it was super cold that day, and you could see it because these guys were slipping and sliding all over the place, um, especially the the Jets players. They came out of that game. I'm it was 13-10 going into the fourth quarter. Right. Okay. Those guys were were but it's it's kind of weird to look at it afterwards because they did fall to Buffalo 27 to 10, right? Um but if you look at the stats, the Jets as a whole totaled I think 48 yards for the game. They had five yards. Oh my God! Did five, I just see that? Yeah, I know. Did I just they see had that? Five yards passing. Now you know what? A lot of it is not the fault of Zach here, because you know he did get sacked nine times. Okay, and um, you know a couple of uh, a lot of those I hate to say it were covered sacks. Okay, um, they were they are decimated in terms of injuries. They lost two linemen that game. They lost. Um, they they were already walking into that game with injuries along the the wide receiver front. They lost two more. They literally had three three wide receivers going at the end of that game. One of them caught his first catch of his career ever in that game. It is hard to win or even to play competitively with the number one team in the AFC, or, well, would have been, right? Right. And and, and the fact that they were 13-10 going into the fourth quarter is a, is a big credit to the team. Okay, Right. And I agree with that. I think that the Jets actually ended up kind of tapering off kind of nicely, if you all can consider. Um, so kudos to you guys in the gangrene section of the uh uh, Listen, the fandom. They may have only won four games, but some of the, you know some of those those wins were impressive. They did beat the Titans. They did beat the Bengals. Um, they they had Buffalo. They were paying competitive with them going into the fourth quarter, and they did have the Super Bowl champs on the ropes. So you know there there is some positivity in this in this game. Now I'm gonna say this, and I'm gonna I'm gonna do this as a coach here, right? I am glad that the Jets played Buffalo last game of the season. I am glad that the Bills clinched the division in that game. Because as a coach, I'm going to go to those young guys and I'm going to be like, you know what? This is what you're striving for. This right here, you see you see what's going on on the other side of that field? 
that's what that's why you're working so hard. You you think Salah's that saying? coach? You think Salah's that coach? You think that he does I, that? You think that he goes to the locker do. room? You think that he goes to the locker room and says like, "Hey, that's 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 who we got to be." Probably not. Probably not. But I I think I think the message was there that you know what, if we continue, we we have to because he did say it afterwards. Our goal is to be where Buffalo is. You know, we we're we're our goal is to move and strive to where the Buffalo, where New England, even where Miami is, right? Mm-hmm. So he he's already told that to his players. Right, right. This was a learning season for all those rookies. And I think it, it was a great learning experience because you know what? You got through the trials and tribulations of, of a season. You see the hard work that you have to do. But I think more than anything, this game exposed the fact that um, Joe Douglas has to do a better job in getting depth because the problem that plagued the Jets all season is that we had injuries and we were not good enough to overcome those injuries because of our depth. We had no depth along any of any of the positions, so um, I think that's something that needs to be addressed in the offseason. What's your pick we've situation? Gotta, we've got two in the top ten, four in the top forty, and I think nine overall. So we're in pretty good shape in terms of that. On top of that, we have the fourth most salary cap room in the league. You know what I'm saying? So um, you know, we're we're pretty good on that front. So I, I think um I listen, you you're gonna get two studs in the top ten. You know? Oh, that, man. I, I think that I think that, that goes without saying. I cannot believe that Jacksonville got the, 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 the number one pick again. I can't believe so, it. I honestly so, cannot believe that. Cleveland did it for how many years, right? And they amassed they they amassed enough talent to be competitive. Um, they're they're not there right now, but you know, getting all those first round picks. You know, they got Miles Garrett, they got uh, the running back Chubb. You know, they got Mayfield and stuff like that. So you know, you accumulate. Considering everything, considering everything, do you think that you guys have a winning record next season? No, I I, I think we'd we'd hover around five hundred. I think I think that's okay. Uh, okay. If everything breaks well, then I can. Then you hope that you. But I think you have to strive at least for five hundred. You cannot. You cannot backslide. You know, another four and thirteen season doesn't work. You know, if you if we're talking this time next year and they're four and thirteen, something has gone horribly wrong, because you know. We've gotten we've got some pretty good players on this. You know, Michael Carter, the running back, um, he seems like he's a keeper. Bryce Hall was consistently rated one of the top cornerbacks in the league. Um, Zach Wilson, there there is a definite change from when he got injured. Um, if you go pre-injury, four touchdowns, nine nine turnovers. After when he came back, nine touchdowns, three turnovers. And he was not intercepted in the last five games, so there is definite those are good stats. Those are good numbers. Yeah, there's definite improvement here. Uh, the only thing I would say is that that Buffalo Bill game, he kind of backslid to kind of the things that he was doing early on, where he was running backwards. Uh, well, you know, he, he, he's under the gun. He's under the pressure of uh, facing yeah. one of the best teams in the final game. So I will say this: the he, best team. So I. 
I will say this. He really needs to stop the habit of spinning and turning his back uh, to the field because that is a, that is a good way to lose sight of what you're trying to shoot for. You know, as a, as a this is player. why I don't teach spinning kicks in martial arts. Yeah, that exactly, and it doesn't work in football either. You know? <laughs> so um, he he does have that bad habit of when he you know he starts to scramble, he tends to turn his back toward the front of the field, which is which is something that he really needs to change because as a quarterback, you need to be you need to have perception of what's going on at all times, you know. And uh, just that one split second is the is a big enough difference to either get sacked. Or throw an interception, or not realize where that safety is lurking and stuff like that. So, you know, he really needs to get out of that habit. Um, so you're saying, so you're saying eight and nine for the season next year. Because yeah. that's that's hovering just below five hundred. That's what you're saying. Yeah, I, I I would take that as long as we have solid progression. Um, I would hope and pray that we get that close as the Giants because I don't believe that we're going to get anything more than six games next year if we stick to Joe Judge and and the squad that we got. The Giants are weird, though, because you have some pieces. I mean, you're you're not totally devoid of talent. Yeah, you know? I just think that, you know, Dan Jones probably- is getting the same uh, Sam Darnold situation. He doesn't he, he doesn't have an offensive coordinator he's been able to click with. He doesn't have an offensive line at all that protects him enough. Uh, yeah, and he doesn't cool. have a coach that's competent enough. You know, so it's like you can have he all just- the pieces, but if you don't have the play, you know, it, you know, I can have every single piece on my chessboard. But if I don't know how to play the game, it doesn't matter what my pieces do. They're going to get killed out there. Yeah, I. I- well, listen, you know, they, everything has to go right for them. I I really do hope you guys get rid of Joe Judge because, you know. Oh, my he, God. Yeah, Every guys, second that he's still the head coach, my eyes and ears want to bleed to death. Do you realize you have, you could possibly lose out on either getting Brian Flores or missing out on John Harbaugh, right? No, Jim Harbaugh. John, Jim John Harbaugh, is, yeah. John, John is the one in, in Baltimore, right? You conceivably might I don't think Harbaugh is actually coming guys. to New York or would even I, I think that he says that it would interest him. Just I think, you know, when you're when you're when you're trying to play two sides of the middle, you say, Oh, if that job was was open, I'd be interested in it just because it's New York, just because they got money, just to get people talking, just to get the people that are gonna negotiate your potential salary to talk. You know, mm-hmm. that's it. In um, other words, I don't think that he would really consider right? I don't yeah, I I don't think that he would really consider coming to New York. Unless we had Russell Wilson, which I I, I still think he's not, I, and now even more so, I I think he's not going anywhere. To be honest, I think he stays in Seattle. Uh, you know, so, anyway. Yeah, I I'm telling you, I don't think he's coming to New York, bro. So we'll see. Thing, we'll see. We we can hope. One can the, hope. The last thing I'm going to say on the Jets and Zach Wilson is that you know what, Zach. This is your opportunity to take this off season and do some self scouting. Um, one of, one of the biggest things he needs to do is he needs to, and especially in that division, um, that division is pretty stable. Brian Fuller is not being notwithstanding, right? But you know, you know that you're going to face um, the Bills. The, the Patriots twice. And the Dolphins were actually the Dolphins. Dolphins. I mean, I know. 
it's a stable division. So you know what, Zach? What you need to do now is you need to start self-scouting. Forget about the stuff that they're going to teach Zach, you. If you're, he listening, needs if to you're go. listening, forget anything that Walt is saying. Uh, quit your job and just come to the Giants. No, no, okay? no, 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 no. I want you. No, not as a quarterback. No, 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 no. I want him to come as the new coach because anybody, anybody that's playing for the Jets would be better than Joe Judge. Oh, okay. Now I still, I still want him as my coach. <laughs> But he he really needs to figure out these tendencies because, you know, that's one of the things that is, I I think it's lacking in his game. He's He's got time to develop. Oh, yeah, absolutely. So that's, but you know what? I I heard him after the, after the game and he's like, well, you know, I'm going to go and do some family stuff. And, you know, I I didn't hear, I'm going to work out. I'm going to. And so, you know, maybe. Ah, but I think that he will. I think that he's going. He he has a reputation of being a very hard worker. So, yeah, I think think you guys got to. I think you actually have a lot of good ingredients. Uh, I don't know if I see the gumbo yet, but we'll see. It's it's getting there. You know, know, Joe Judge better hit on some good free agent stuff. And I hope he doesn't spend. uh, No, Joe Judge better not not do anything. Yes, Joe Douglas. I'm sorry, Joe Douglas. Joe Douglas better hit on some some good free agents. But I, I Joe do Judge hope... better not do anything except line no, up no, on no. the unemployment line. There you go. So we'll we'll see what happens. But there's going to be an off season. We are the the combines. I believe is in March, and then um, the actual draft is in April. So we've got some time to discuss. Um, maybe after the season, once once uh, we get past the Super Bowl, we can start looking at you know potential draft picks for our for our teams and stuff. I think it's way too early to start discussing that right now. But um, I mean, yeah. Well, we'll so, leave that conversation for another day. Super Bowl. What are your picks, real quick? Super Bowl. Yeah, well, we're, we're gonna. I we're think, gonna. I think, I oh, think do we want to just do this weekend and, and see how we how we go about it? Why do we do it week by week? Yeah, let's do it week by week. I I had already stated that I believe. Um, I I I believe that. Uh, I think it's going to be advancing. Yeah. Advancing. It's going to be the Bengals, the Bucks, the 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 Chiefs. I think Belichick's going to pull it out. So the Patriots. I think the Cowboys are going to make it, and I'm going on the Rams because I, you know, the blue and the yellow reminds me of Vegeta, <laughs> you know, and I'm a huge Dragon Ball Z fan. So there you go. I'm going to go Bengals. Oh, do I want to go Bengals? There's there's a part of me that wants to go Raiders just because I like Carr. <laughs> yeah, same thing. You know? Me too. Like yeah. part of me wants to go Raiders, but I also like Joe Burrow. You know, yeah. I want to see him like. You know, puffing on that cigar, LSU style, the whole nine. I'm, and and the Raiders have a really good way of mucking things up when it comes to playing. Um, you know, they they kind of drag you in the mud and and get you into yeah, the dog fight. I mean, you know, it's probably uh, what they did. That's probably what they did to the Chargers yesterday. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> they were like, "Hey, let's make a deal." It's like psych. <laughs> well, I'm I'm gonna go Bengals on that one. I'm gonna go Bengals, Bills, Bucks, San Fran, KC. And darn Cardinals versus Rams. I'm gonna go Rams there, just because. Um, okay, so we only differ on uh, the the Cowboys and 49ers and the Patriots and Bills. Okay. You know what? I'm gonna go Cardinals just just to be just <laughs> con- con- contrarian. 
You know, I I if if um DeAndre Hopkins was still playing, I would definitely go Arizona on that one. You know, you know what? If I was a betting man, if I was a betting man, just just for the sake of this little conversation, I would do a parlay for next weekend. (laughs) You know, I don't know where I can make a bet, but I would do a parlay on both those tickets and see which one of us wins out. Yeah, I know. Right. All right. So. Like I said, Bengals, Bills, Bucks, a lot of Bs here. Uh, San Fran, KC, and Arizona for me. All right. Well, so, we'll see. We'll see who, who, who whose picks come out on top a, next week. We, we're going to have a running total for this. Let's see how it goes at the end of the season. Yep. All right, buddy. May the better man win in the arena. There you go. So, And on oh that note. God. <laughs> and on that note guys thank you guys for joining us if you are listening to us right now you have come to the end of the show once again please like rate, share and subscribe if you have a fan or a friend that's uh into what we're speaking about talking about right now and discussing and ranting about please send them this uh, episode right now and uh let them know to listen let's see i want to hear you guys chime in if you guys can um you know and that's for me Walt. before we go I know we said we were going to talk about it. AB. So so sad. There, we talked about it. Later, people. (laughs) Peace. Peace.